Bill Taylor from the Seacoast Sports Forum, and we have a very special guest today. David McGrath, the Executive Vice President and General Manager of New Hampshire Motor Speedway. David, welcome to the Seacoast Sports Forum. I want you to know that New England is excited to get back to racing as normal, and we can't wait for July 17th to get here. So could you fill us in on what's going to happen during NASCAR weekend? Sure, Bill. First of all, good morning and thank you. It's great to be here with you. Um, I would tell fans on your program that what they can expect at the Magic Mile this July is a return to normalcy, that we are going to be back to a full slate of racing Saturday. We've got two major events with our modified event and then our, our Xfinity race. And then of course, Sunday we have our cup series race with the Foxwoods resort casino 301, a whole week of camping. We'll have nightly entertainment for fans uh, as we always have. So I, I think the underlying thing here is we're at full capacity with our grandstands. Again, uh, we've worked very closely with, the state to get here. And um, I would tell everybody that um, it's going to feel like a traditional NASCAR weekend at New Hampshire Motor Speedway come come race week on starting on July 12th, right through July 18th. And, you know, I think what fans, I don't know if they remember, but the Foxwood Resort Casino 301 in August was the first fan attended major league sporting event in New England. It was. And that was quite a feather in your cap to be able to pull it off safely and make it a great experience for the fans. Yeah, Bill, I would tell you that um, that was a very detailed coordination with the state from the highest level, from Governor Chris Sununu um, right on down. And I, I would tell you that you're right. It was a very it was a very prideful event for our entire team to be able to host New England's first live sporting event. But the great news about that was the fans, right? They got one day, they had a Sunday event, but they showed up and they did what we asked them to do. They socially distanced, they wore their masks. And I couldn't have been prouder of the fans and what, what, what I saw and certainly what Governor Sununu saw. But to be able to do that event as a one day show was kind of bittersweet, right? We're, you know, we're in the fan entertainment business and uh, to have it just be that one Sunday um, was odd, was different, uh, not have campers on property, but it was so, so joyful to see fans and families having fun safely. Um, and a lot of those same elements, Bill, that we introduced last year in the height of the pandemic, a lot of those same elements will still be in effect this year. Things like, We'll make sure that we're deep cleaning high concentration areas. We'll be, there'll be hand sanitizing stations. We'll remain cashless on our transactions for food and our ticketing will remain as electronic ticketing as opposed to paper. Those are things that we learned that worked really well, that fans responded to. And we know that we'll continue to do that and put on a great safe event for families to come on out this, uh, this July. You know, you mentioned a key word. And it was something I was going to bring up a little bit later. But since you mentioned it, I want to bring it up. NASCAR at times gets a bad rap. And you know what? I've been 
I know what a family-friendly atmosphere and event it is. I can speak from personal experience. I've been many years to the Speedway. Parking is free. You get to go in. I like to get there early myself, so I park my car and I spend the day. And, you know, I find that everyone there, everyone I've talked to, from the concessionaires to the people at the gates when you go in, to the ticket people, so helpful. I mean, they're just friendly. And it's a, it's a family event. I mean, you can feel very comfortable bringing ch young children there. I can't wait till my grandson is old enough to be able to go. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's funny you say that. I, I would tell you this, Bill. Um, Bruton Smith, our chairman, and mm -hmm. founder of this company. And now uh, it's being run by his son, Marcus, our CEO, Marcus Smith. The North Star that they always point us general managers to is simply this. We work for the fans, Bill, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we are in the fan entertainment business. And that's not to say we don't always get it right because we're always looking to improve. It's always a constant. Mm -hmm. But the reality is our team is focused on solely entertaining all these families and what's really unique about a NASCAR race, and I would say this to anybody who's never been, right? This is not the Bruins versus the Canadians, right? The, or the Red Sox versus the Yankees. This is everybody is here. You're going to see the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion when you watch the Foxwoods Resort Casino 301 in July. You just don't know who it is, but they're all there. And what's really cool about that, Bill, is that it creates this kind of community in the grandstands, this tribe, right, of NASCAR fans, where it doesn't matter whether you like Bill Elliott or you like Kyle Busch or Kyle Larson, the fact that you're there and you want to and cheer on these drivers and watch that sport is you get accepted into that tribe, right, into that fan mm. base. And that's really what makes it cool. Um, and I would tell families, too, you know, this is one of those things where you can actually walk into the to our ticketing booth and walk into the grandstands with your own personal property or, or drinks and food, mm. as long as it fits in a 14 by 14 by 14 clear bag. Um, but again, that's really unique to our sport. But we're hear protection, you know, ear protection, I should say. And so your hearing doesn't get affected. And certainly you can you know, rent a scanner and you can listen into the drivers talking to the crew chief. I mean, it's just really an entertaining day all the way around. Yeah. And, you know, I coach many different sports and, you know, football, you can't hear what the coaches are talking, how they're communicating to their players. In NASCAR, you can. You can't go into the pits like I have, you know, before the race starts and talk to the pit crew. You can't talk to the coaching staff before the game, but you can. And if you're lucky enough to see a driver, you know, you can talk to the driver, get his autograph if that's what you wish to do. Look at the, be right there, right next to the cars. And it's just such a, a fan friendly environment. Yeah, I, I would sum it up. I would sum it up this way, Bill. It's all about accessibility. And mm -hmm. our sport, truly, to your point, our sport allows a fan to really gain access to the stars that they love to watch and root for week in and week out. And you're absolutely right. 
You can meet with crew members on a normal year. This year, we still are working under some restrictions as mm. far as access. But as next year rolls into, as we get into 2022, my gut is that this will feel, this will be even more in the, in the lines of what we've done in the past. But the point is, yes, accessibility to drivers, accessibility to the, to the actual crew chiefs or the crews, second to none. And you're absolutely right. You don't get to just talk to, you know, Coach Belichick before Patriots right. and understand like, okay, what, what's your offense going to run today? But right. yet you can hear it on a NASCAR race. You can hear the driver telling his crew chief, what the car is doing and what he wants right. to have done when he gets into the next pit stop. And it's fascinating, really. It is. It is. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I'm going to get off the race for a second sure. because I went to New Hampshire Motor Speedway in March this year. And I was one of the lucky ones to go and get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And I don't know if our listeners remember or know that you opened the gates to New Hampshire Motor Speedway to the community to help in the vaccination effort. That's where I got my vaccine. And boy, what a smooth process it was. I mean, I was in and out of there and I had to wait a half hour after I got the shot. I was in and out of there in 45 minutes. It was great. Yeah, we were, um, first of all, we were thrilled to do that, to work with the state, work with Governor Sununu's team. And I got to tell you, I'm used to, in the in the world of motorsports, zero to 100 gets thrown around a lot. Um, and I'm used to going from zero to 100 rather rapidly. I was blown away at the speed with which the state moved to get that done, to do that. It was a thrill of a lifetime. And I know our team was so appreciative of getting the opportunity to give back to the communities with which we serve. Um, and it was important to do that. We all knew that when the day came where there was enough vaccines that needed to get to get to get into the arms of many Granite Staters, we knew that a place like ours is designed, we're the logistics expert, Bill, right? We know how to move traffic off of 106, right. get them through the property. And then the state, they know what they're doing. And as far as the actual you know, getting the clinical side of that done, the operational side of that done, that was their job. Our job was to help them coordinate how to move all those people. And you're absolutely right. It worked smoothly. We were so thankful to be able to do it, to, to play a small part, to know that, you know, I saw a lot of, for me personally, it was one of the most emotional things that I've ever done as a general manager, because, you know, I had families coming up to me going, or members of families coming up saying, hey, I get to hug my grandkids in a couple of weeks. And or I get to do, I mean, get to a birthday party again. So to get us back to a level of normalcy, to get us on a path to it, Bill, um, we were so thankful to do it. And we did it like three more times after the March event. So it, it really was very successful. And across not just New Hampshire Motor Speedway, but a lot of our venues, our, our other speedways across the country, did the exact same thing to help get as many shots in people's arms as we possibly could. You know, I, you brought up another point I want to mention. Because again, I can speak from personal experience. I've been to Foxborough. I've been to a Patriot to, to see the Patriots play. And it's great, but boy, it's a nightmare getting out of there. A nightmare. And I know the back ways. And I've been to the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and this is even more people than what's at Foxborough. I mean, you host, what is the, the capacity 
have 44,000 is our capacity for grandstands. Plus when you add crew members, the right. infrastructure, you're, you're, you're swelling to almost 65,000 people, give or take. And you can get out of there. I mean, there are people that the roads are set up in such a way that you can get out of there safely. And it's not, you know, people cutting each, each other off and yelling and swearing at each other. It's easy to get to the race beforehand and easy to get out of there. And the state cooperates too by opening up the tolls and just moving traffic along if you get on. So I couldn't encourage people more. If you haven't been, give it a shot. It's, it's not hard to get to and it's not hard to get out of. <laughs> no, and that, that bill is, a again, a testament to the coordination between our teams and the state of New Hampshire. Like, you got to remember, we swelled to become one of the largest towns in New Hampshire right. during a race weekend. So you have to have infrastructure, right? You have to have law enforcement, sanitation, mm -hmm. uh, food. I mean, so, and traffic is part of that, right? Traffic control. Mm -hmm. We work very closely with the state of New Hampshire's Department of Transportation. I mean, Matter of fact, we've been talking and we work together. We we are so far into the in, 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 in advanced of what we're going to do for just in a couple of weeks when July rolls around. But those conversations started back in fourth quarter, where our teams are meeting with the state on how to set up 106, you know, the main thoroughfare onto the property to us to help them get those folks onto our property and then get them home quickly as possible. Yeah, very, very detailed, coordinated effort. And it goes beyond the Department of Transportation. I mean, New Hampshire State Police, Department of Homeland Security. I mean, we have, we work with, we, we can't run this business. We can't run a race weekend bill without the help from the state of New Hampshire and the, and the awesome partner that they really are. And helping us and, and looking what they're doing on Route 106, they're widening that road as we speak to make it even easier for fans to come up, see the race, have a great time with their families and then get home safely. Before we go, before I continue. We got to get to some nuts and bolts things. What? How do people get in touch with the Speedway? They want to go. They want to go to race weekend. Maybe they want to go to the Lakes Region 200 on Saturday just to test it out. Or maybe they want to go to the big show on uh, Sunday, the Foxwoods Casino 301. How do they get in touch with the Speedway? I know I've done it in the past, but I haven't done the ticket lists thing. So, yeah, yeah. The easiest answer, Bill, is I would tell everybody, go to NHMS.com. Go to our website. It is absolutely chock full of every detail you will need, including getting an electronic ticket. The best and easiest way to do that is to download our, our New Hampshire Motor Speedway app on your electronic uh, or your phone, your mobile device. And then from there, you'll get an email with a link. You click the link and you get your tickets zapped right into your phone. And then you just show us that when you get here. But here's what I would tell families. Right now, the way it works is kids 12 and under are free on Saturday. So, and $10 on Sunday. So basically mom and dad can say, they can bring their kids the 12 and under for basically $10 for the weekend. Tickets start as low as $59 mm -hmm. to buy a ticket to this race. Um, and that's on Sunday. So 
come on, go to NHMS.com, check out all the different things and all the other options, Bill, that we've got where you can come in and, and, and have an experience that I think is, is second to none and, and, um, and be entertained uh, here at the Speedway. And to what you had mentioned earlier, you are in the lakes region of New Hampshire. I mean, right. you are within 19 <laughs> miles of some of the most beautiful lake visitors right. in the country. Um, so to go up and see Lake Winnipesaukee, Winnesquam, uh, or maybe go over to the seacoast, you head on over to Portsmouth and what, it's just a beautiful spot. And you can do all of that. You don't need to, you know, if you wanted to come watch a couple of races and then maybe Saturday, late Saturday afternoon, you want to go out to dinner up at the lakes. Your kids can, mm-hmm. you can go up there. There's miniature golf. There's all kinds of fun things to do. So use this as kind of a hub in your home base, but certainly go out and explore all that the Granite State has to offer. Now, when does the campground, because I know the campers start getting there pretty early. They start on a Tuesday or a Monday yeah. after the last race. I mean, there are people that go from race to race, right? Yeah, well, years ago, Bill, I used to call it the Oklahoma land rush, right? You'd have them lined up. I mean, they would. They would line up, and as soon as you open the gates, they'd be like, off they'd go to get to their favorite yep. spot. We moved to a reservation system many okay. years ago, so you can go on NHMS.com or, and, and get a hold of our team, and you can easily just purchase what you want, and then it's waiting for you, so you don't need to rush. However, however... Um, you can come in and basically um, be a part of our camping program starting a, a week before the race. Come in on that Saturday, drop your camper off, come in Monday, or stay the whole week if you want. Um, it's pretty cost effective. Now, does Friday still have the, par- the parade of the haulers? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's a little, it's a little different than it okay. has been in years past because the way it works now is, um, and, and the details kind of kind of are evolving as we speak, but uh, be, because they're not racing until Sunday, those haulers won't even come in oh, okay. until, until late Saturday night. So it's not quite the same as it's been in okay. years past, Bill, but all the details are on NHMS.com. Yep. And I would tell you just one last point. Camping is like $155 is where it starts. And that's for a week's worth of camping. I mean, that's really a pretty that's good really deal. pretty cheap. Yeah, it really is pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, now, I know Motorcycle Weekend is going on. Do you run events in conjunction or have they already gone on? Have yeah, no, we, 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 are, we are running an event as we speak. So Motorcycle Week at New Hampshire Motor Speedway is all about racing, vendors, and demo rides. Those are the three big things that we're doing this week. So this past week, we had vintage motorcycle racing. Today, we've got some practice going on for road racing. And then this weekend, Bill, we'll have the 98th running of the Loudoun Classic, which will take place on Saturday, June 19th. Um, And that is absolutely amazing to watch and riders that come to the speedway to go into our demo and and, and vendor lot can go walk through 30 plus vendors that are all motorcycle specific wares that can be looked at purchased bolted onto your motorcycle or you could take a ride on a brand new harley davidson harley davidson is here demoing motorcycles for riders Mm -hmm. to so it's free you can come on in and drive as many harleys as you want We've got, uh, and before I, 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 get, I jump off Harley, cool thing about that this year is they introduced this brand new adventure touring bike that's designed to go off-road, on-road, and, and 
take you on adventures that that maybe you hadn't thought of. That's called the Pan America. And for one of the one of the first times that the general public can actually ride that motorcycle is right here at New Hampshire Motor Speedway all this week through Saturday the 19th. So come on up. We've got Indian motorcycles is here. BMW motorcycles is here. So if it's motorcycling and you're into that, and I am personally, I, I do ride a motorcycle. It is absolutely amazing and how much fun it is to come in and see all the folks and talk with them about something that you love, you know, that, that, uh, that connection. The rest of the year at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, Speedway Week, July 17th, 18th, comes and goes. The motorcycle weekend's over. Does the Speedway just sit dormant for the rest of the year or do you have other events that go on? That's a great, that's a great question. I, I'll give you an example, Bill, of how we use the property. First of all, the property opens up officially April 1st and it closes on October 31st. So almost every one of those weekends, there's activity at this track. Some of it's public facing, some of it's rental property, whether it's Porsche club, BMW club running and racing here. But I'll give you a good example of how we split the property up. So we're 1,100 acres that encompass New Hampshire Motor Speedway. And in that 1,100 acres, you can be doing multiple things at the same time. For example, uh, a couple of weekends ago, we had the track rented to uh, what we call Extreme Experience, which was a company that allows you to come to New Hampshire Motor Speedway and jump in a Lamborghini or a Ferrari and drive around the track. While that was going on, we had Tough Mudder here, which is an adventure road race for people to run. And it's a, you know, a course that is built across our property where challenging obstacles to overcome. And, and we had another 10,000 people for that. Then I had a major car show going on down at the museum at the south end of the property. And that had another 2,000 people. And then, oh, by the way, we had drifting going on in the end of the parking lot where people drive their cars sideways like you're watching the Fast and the Furious. And that was another couple of hundred people. So, you know, so thousands of people around the property, but because you're 1,100 acres, you, you, sometimes you're hard-pressed to even know that. But outside of that, we will continue to, to develop and build new events. We are working behind the scenes on always working on new things to bring. We had a very, very successful Gift of Lights holiday drive-through light display that we did this past uh, fourth quarter. We had record folks coming, record numbers of people coming and driving through. It was safe. You could be with your family in your car. We'll do that again in December. But yeah, it's an evolving, moving target at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, but our team is always evaluating, coming up with new things that we want to share with the public, and we'll keep you. And NHMS.com is always a great place to go to, to reference all that and see all that. Well, you know, I know I got my start uh, I first being involved as a spectator at the local tracks. I went to uh, Seekonk Speedway in Seekonk, Mass. And I used to go every Saturday night. And uh, that's how I was kind of introduced to racing. And what people don't understand, especially having been to a NASCAR event, you take the Seekonk Speedway event and now you amplify it. And just it's like the speeds are faster. And that's what I don't think the people who just watch it on TV understand how fast 
people go and the split second decisions that those drivers have to make and how close they are running at the speeds that they're running. I mean, I wouldn't go 100 plus miles an hour door to door with somebody going into a curve. I mean, but that's what they do and they do it for 301 laps sun, that Sunday. Yeah, you know, I, I always use this example, Bill. I always tell people, uh, you know, I grew up in Massachusetts. I'm a Central Mass kid, Marlboro. Um, and I always tell people this. Imagine the busiest day on 128, whether you're north or south, doesn't matter. Now, take that to your point. Take that spatial distance between the cars in front of you, behind you, side of you, and, and now take it to 130, 140 miles an hour. And that's what's going on, right? These are 40 of the best drivers in the world, all jockeying. And, and, and I'll tell you what, I think half these guys have knocked their mom out of the way if it meant winning that race. I mean, they want to win. <laughs> and, and, and certainly um, that competitiveness, to be able to see it, 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 it yeah, I would, I would always, I always tell new arrivals that have never been to a NASCAR race, when they get here and the green flag has is, is been waved and this race is underway, to walk along the front stretch and just feel that speed as those cars come out of turn four and come under that starter stand, it is something to be, it's a sight to behold. And I even love it when new spot, I remember when Foxwoods first got here, um, th th their executives experienced that and it, it takes your breath away. And I take it for granted because we work in the sport every day, but um, it really is, it is a unique experience to say the least. And, and, to see the dizzying speed of which they are moving and then slow down and get back up to that speed. It's, it's, it's really amazing. And, you know, you, you mentioned that I did that with my son. My son is, he had never been exposed to motorsports racing. And uh, I asked him if he wanted to go with me one time. And so he and his wife and my wife and myself, the four of us went. And after that, he loved it. And, but he did that said, go stand. The green flag's going to drop. You're not going to miss anything, but go down when they drop the flag and just feel that rush. And boy, he did. And he was amazed, just amazed. And he became a fan from then on. On Saturday, July 17th, we have the main race is the Xfinity race, which is the Lakes Region 200. And you said, Children under 12 or yep. 10 under 12 and under. are admitted free. If you've never been, great exposure. And you also have a modified race, right? A Whalen. Yes. Yeah. So so how it's going to go, Bill, is is the the, the, the Whalen modified race is at 1245. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that'll be the first race of that of the double header. So that race will kick off. And then the Xfinity race, and that, by the way, is it's it's fans absolutely go crazy about that modified race because they run restrictor plates on our track so that they're limited on the amount of, so they're more evenly, they're all evenly powered, if you will. And there's a lot of bump drafting, a lot of passing, and it's just a, it's a thrill of a lifetime to see that race. Then the Xfinity series kicks off, I think three o'clock, right? Following that, that modified race. And that you got to remember, that's like, that's like, that's like triple A ball, right? That is the up and coming superstars of our sport at the highest level of, of, of that before they move into the cup series. And so Xfinity is a national touring series as is the cup series. 
And that's where our feeder system, where what we call where names are made, where you start to learn about these drivers. And it is an amazing race in and of itself. So you get two great races on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, and then Sunday, of course, is the Cup Series, the Foxwoods Resort Casino 301. And again, that's at a whole different level. I, I you know, that's, that's 40 of the best drivers in the world competing. And again, kids are only 12 and under $10 for that race. So it's really, really an action packed weekend that we think um, our fans should try and just, you know, families just experience it. Uh, mm-hmm. it until you have that first shot at it, first bite at the apple bill. How do you know? Right. I mean, watching it on TV is awesome. And the coverage is, I mean, our partners at NBC do a great job. But to actually be here at the Magic Mile and see it with your own eyes and hear it, it's a complete sensory overload that I think a lot of families um, are blown away by. Once they see it, they're like, wow, I didn't realize it was that cool. But it is. And, you know, uh, one other selling point about the Magic Mile is you can see the entire track. So many of the tracks, the, the larger tracks, you can't see or when they're road racing, you can't you can see where you're right in front of you well i personally i happen to like the first turn that's where i think most of the action happens some people i've sat in the third turn same deal some but i i like the first turn the best but you know there's not a bad seat in the house including the people who camp and want to sit in their easy chairs over on uh the backstretch, and uh, you know what? You can see everything, and you're constantly moving your head around. And of course, like you said, I have my scanner on, and I, I'm listening to. I happen to be a Team Penske guy. I happen to like Ryan Blaney. I I was a big fan of his dad's, Dave Blaney, and yep. uh you know, I, I like Ryan Blaney. I like Keselowski. I like Logano, local boy, Connecticut. I mean, this is really his home track. Yep. And uh, he got his first win at the uh, Magic Mile years ago. I don't know if you knew that or not or if you I remember. Did. Yeah. I did know that. Absolutely, but, I did. I, I got to tell you, just as a, not a, I, I'll get back on subject here, but just because you mentioned, because you mentioned Joey, down at the Northeast Motorsports Museum, we have his Martinsville car that he won oh, Martinsville with. Yeah. And I, I always, it's its amazing because I don't think there's a straight corner of that car. I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> been beat to death. Um, but Joey is an amazing driver and, you know, you can't go wrong. Brad's our defending race champion here. He won last yeah. August. Um, Penske's had a lot of success at New Hampshire Motor. Ryan, yeah. unfortunately, has not. I mean, no. he's certainly... Uh, and his due, right? He's a, he's a, yeah. like his father, he's a heck of a driver. Um, but yeah, I, I would tell, I would also tell fans this New Hampshire Motor Speedway is a unique facility. Um, unique in that it's, it's a mile in length. It's relatively, it's a flat track. Um, and, and why that matters is, um, there are a lot of, um, similarities among some of our other speedways, but, the, the magic mile is unique in that being so flat, nobody just comes here and dominates, right? Mm-hmm. In other words, yes, Brad has won or Kevin Harvick has won multiple mm-hmm. times or Kyle Busch, but they don't win like year after year after year. Like nobody comes in here and just dominates at New Hampshire Motor Speedway because it's a position track. It's a tough track to win on and you mm-hmm. have to have good pit stops. You have to have 
good luck with the way cautions fall, the way the stage breaks work. It's just a lot of things have to go your way to be successful at the end of the day. And it's not as easy as it looks. And I, I will tell you, um, the new NASCAR rules package that was announced last year with the high horsepower, low downforce created, I thought, some of the most amazing racing that I've seen in a long time. Right out of the gate, these guys were right on top of each other. Blaney was in the early stages of that August race was doing quite well for at the beginning of that race, he faded towards the end, but he certainly showed that he's got some, he's got the chops. Are you going to use the uh, compound on the track to enhance passing, which has been yes. done on many of the tracks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we are. And, 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 and here's the simplest answer to that. Um, it's not gimmicky. What, what, what it really comes down to bill is simply this. Drivers will go where there's grip. Right. And if I just provide one lane, I create kind of follow the leader. Mm -hmm. So to give them more options for grip, and you'll notice we only PJ one lanes, one, three, and four. Like we don't touch lane two, which has been the traditional groove through the profit, through the track. But the reason is if, and I've seen the trajectory, NASCAR can show me year over year, how Denny Hamlin before PJ one may have used just lane two or very little of one, but now he's all over the place because they will search out for grip. But what's cool about that is it creates better racing for our fans, right? At the end of the day, oh, yeah. I want to, I want to put on a show where, look, I, I would tell you this. When I was a kid growing up in the sixties in Massachusetts, I was a big Richard Petty fan. Richard would win races by 11 seconds. Mm. Think about that. 11 seconds. I mean, these guys finished the Hampshire Motor Speedway the last multiple years. They, I don't think that they've been under, they've been under a second and a half between first and second. The racing has not been better. PJ one just merely op provides an opportunity for drivers to go two, three deep into a corner where they normally wouldn't have a couple of years right. ago. And that's really it where grip is they'll go. And that's what makes, you know, better racing. I, I will always surmise it this way for you, Bill. A great handling race car is what drivers want. A poor handling race car is what fans want. In other words, <laughs> you know, that, that, that is what makes the racing. When that guy's sawing on the wheel, trying to find where, the, where his fastest track, that makes for better racing. And that's what we want to do as, as, as promoters and as a business. We want to provide, like I said, at the beginning of this conversation, we work for the fans. And if I can do anything to help make it better for them and have more fun, I'll do it. Well, David, anything you want to add for our uh, listeners and fans of the uh, Seco Sports Forum? I would say this. If you've never tried it, give it a whirl. Go to NHMS.com. There's everything you need to know about some of the, like, you know, what to bring. Um, you know, know before you go. All the information you could possibly want. Come give it a try. But wear ear protection, very important, and yes. have fun. And I will tell you this, uh, you said it a little bit ago, when you're a part of this culture, um, it's fun. Everybody gets, everybody gets it. And you can sit next to a guy that's got a Kyle Busch shirt on, sitting next to a guy that's got a Harvick shirt on. And you might get some fun ribbing back and forth with each other. But it's so, everybody is there for the same purpose, to enjoy a day of racing at the Magic Mile, and uh, to see the Foxwoods Resort Casino 301 in July is uh, July 18th is it's going to be an amazing day. I'll leave our listeners with it's a great experience. I highly recommend it, 
And if you've never been, give it a shot because you'll really enjoy it and you're going to become a fan. Thank you to David McGrath, the Executive Vice President and General Manager of New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Thank you so much for your time, for your views, and I really enjoyed talking to you. As you could tell from my talking, I'm a fan of NASCAR. You are, you are Bill, and my pleasure. Thank you for having me, and I uh, hope maybe we can convert a couple of folks that never thought about it to become NASCAR fans. Thanks, Coach. Bill Taylor for a great interview with our special guest today, David McGrath, the Executive Vice President and General Manager at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. For the coach, I'm Sherm Chester inviting you to join us for our next edition of the Seco Sports Forum. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell to get notified about new episodes of the Seco Sports Forum. Follow the Sports Forum team behind the scenes on our Facebook and Twitter pages. This is Sherm Chester inviting you to join us for the next edition of the Seco Sports Forum. Yeah.